Hi mamas, I'm so excited to be back and share with you this journey of motherhood. I'm a mom of two beautiful, gorgeous girls and I have gone through postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, conquering my inner demons of childhood traumas and just going through so many different things that I am ready to share with you this journey of motherhood and these battles that we go through where we need a glass of wine every now and then and just be together as one because we are a community of mamas that are going to help each other through this we're going to laugh cry together and be one together this is your host Britt Contreras and I'm ready to share with you my journey of spiritual development motherhood and everything mom bossing related let's get through this From Mama to Mamas, this is Hello Gorgeous Mama. Hi everybody, Um, today is Saturday the 23rd and I thought I would jump on here because it's been a good minute and I've probably been seeing that the last couple episodes but it's really hard to kind of record um, just to give you a example um this is probably the third time that i've attempted to record this exact episode and there's no going back so whatever background noises you hear of my children or interruptions it is what it is so i have my candle in my office here and my glass of wine um, my angel cards and I just want to really dive in today about discovering our purpose and what that means and um, I've read different books I use different journals um, I'm still on a path of discovery and by no means am I perfect and I am going to start by telling you what's been going on these last couple weeks so it all started when this whole safer at home order kind of happened. Um, I have been full-time teleworking since probably the last week in March. And it's been great being home with my kids more. Um, but in the same token, it is very difficult to not get cabin fever. Um, I have a th- almost three-year-old and... The little one-year-old, that almost one-year-old that you heard. Actually, my daughter, my oldest, she just turned three. And the youngest right here um, is going to be a year in a month. So, it is very difficult to start up my own website and tell a gorgeous mama and do a podcast all at one time. And to try to discover myself in spiritual development and tackle all these inner demons that I'm trying to get rid of before I can be the best version of me. So I've discussed before about my postpartum depression and my postpartum anxiety as well as um, some PTSD and childhood trauma that had happened to me. Um, I don't dive in too much into uh, certain aspects of that and I'm not ready to fully discuss that yet but Um, I have gone through quite a bit and a lot of it I kept to myself for quite a while 
and just until these last couple years, I've been able to really unleash those demons and to really see the warrior and the strength I have inside and let go of the past and kind of realize that there's a lot to me. There's an inner child with a bigger voice, um, as big of a voice as this little one over here. Um, and there's just a lot that I can contribute, I feel, to the world. And that's where I found my purpose is I had to kind of go through these crazy things, these crazy times and conquer all these demons and I have a journal and I keep my thoughts in there, my most private thoughts. But <clears throat> it wasn't until those all came out that I can fully feel like I'm becoming the person that I need to be. Now, in these last two weeks, I have suffered really bad depression again. Um, thoughts of not wanting to be here, hopelessness, um, most typical signs of postpartum depression toppled over with all these other things that I have yet to dig too deep into because I have gone to therapy for the postpartum. Um, but now I'm being recommended to actually go to further therapy to talk about the trauma and, um, that is where I need to go into deeper and I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie. It's a little terrifying, but I feel like with everything that's gone on, especially now with all of this that we are collectively going through as a whole, um, that is something that I need to do to keep moving forward and, um, although there's times when I do have bad thoughts of not wanting to be here, I would never take action to do that. But, um, it is important to note that those thoughts alone, I still need to talk them out and go to therapy for because they can become these termites that take over the whole house kind of thing. So... I don't want to talk too much on COVID-19. I think that's a beast in itself. I do want to say that I, every day, am sending love and prayers to all those losing their family members. And I can't begin to tell you how that kind of really goes into we're all part of this as collectively learning something. Um, I know that's a hard concept when it comes to losing a family member. However, I do think that... Um, your family members, even though I don't know them, um, would want you to continue their legacy and to make this world better, a better place for all of us and for our future generations. And I think that's what this whole thing is for, is for us to stop and pause and recognize that our families are important, our neighbors are important, every person, every human being has a purpose on earth and we are we can get to it together and I know we've been hearing oh we will get through this together and sometimes after a while it's like okay okay we heard it over and over and over again from you know the next person next door to the politicians to the community leaders to everybody that it gets 
tiresome to hear the same thing over and over again. But when I say we can do this together, I mean it in a way that we can uplift each other, we can empower each other, we can continue to find our purpose together. Um, And right now, physical distancing is part of that. Um, But there are other ways to connect. And I hope that you've been able to find those alternatives. Now, your life purpose. So to me, a life purpose is when you come down to this earth, pretty self-explanatory, but I'll go and explain my anyways, is that you come down to know that you want to learn lessons here on this earth. You are meant to meet certain people. You are meant to go through certain experiences, good and bad. And throughout every encounter, every lesson, every hardship, every person you lose or gain, there is a lesson to be learned. And at the end of the day, they're all adding up so that way they can help you discover what your purpose is truly meant to be here on this earth. What are you meant to contribute to the world? What are you meant to contribute to the person next door? Now, it's not monetary. It's not anything to give. It is a gift in the, in the way of you package it up, put a bow on it, and give it to them. No, you can't put a bow in your mind. But the idea here is that... We all have gifts and talents to use, and my whole thing is when I take my last breath, I want to be able to say that I used every single one of them, and that's what I think our life purpose is, and sometimes it seems that our life purpose is cut short because maybe we know someone who lost a baby. Maybe we know who someone who miscarried who didn't even get to meet that baby, Maybe we know a teenager that died in a car accident. Maybe we know a grandmother who might have been by definition a grandmother, but was very young and shouldn't have left this earth or a grandfather. So there are so many circumstances that we don't understand when it's... um, Us as human beings, we, of course, mourn the loss of our loved ones naturally and we get angry about why they're taken from us so soon but if we stop to think um like just the examples that I just gave I can think about you know my grandfather who he had um could have been here longer in my mind and he wasn't old he was pretty young for a grandfather and he was made a grandfather pretty young um but he could have still been here but then when I stop and I think like I said about life's purpose he fulfilled his life purpose and he's continuing to fill that life purpose because we are learning lessons all the people around him are learning lessons that we wouldn't have learned if he hadn't been taken. And we like to think, oh, maybe we'd have learned those lessons if we heard it from, you know, the horse's mouth, so to speak. But there's so many things that sometimes 
we get taught after someone is gone that we wouldn't have understood if they were still here, if that makes sense. Just like um, if someone loses a baby um, and I can't speak to that in a way that I understand, but even though that baby might have not made it here on this earth, that baby was very much a part of that mother, was very much a part of this world. And that baby is teaching those parents and everybody else so many lessons, again, that they probably wouldn't have learned if that baby didn't have to meet God so early or whatever you believe that, you know, the baby is out of this world into a higher place. So, um, and again, you know, I apologize if I am kind of, pushing buttons or anything because I know that I have friends and family who have lost one little ones and who have miscarried and um I myself um have lost cousins that were very young um in car accidents that were like in their teenager 20s and should have been here in my mind but then I can personally speak to, and I haven't said this to my family, but if you're listening, um, my cousin Jason, he always to me, um, okay, long story short, my grandpa Hector, um, who is still here and I've always been super close to, he, um, used to have my uncle live there, my, and his three kids. And, um, early in the mornings I would be dropped off by my dad, um, because he would go to work. So sometimes my, my grandpa would watch me. And, um, since my cousins were there, I remember I would always be in the living room and I would see them go off to school. And that was my favorite part of the morning was seeing them go off to school. And, um... I remember sometimes my, my young, my, um, there was my oldest cousin, Jason, that I mentioned, and his sisters, and sometimes his sisters, um, they would tease me here and there, and he would always tell them, be nice to her, you need to be nice to her, so I always thought of him as, like, my older brother, and I don't know if he thought of me as, like, a younger sister or not, um, which I feel he's saying, um, he does, um, I always took that with me. So when he passed away, I really took it hard. And that was the beginning of me kind of um, self, um, self-hurting self and cutting myself. And um, I didn't really talk about it a lot with anybody. And that was, I think, the first real moment um, that I experienced my depression coming out of me, um, cause I had hit it when I was smaller for so long and didn't really know how to deal with it. So I think that was the first time that I actually felt that. Um, so then, um, fast forward to like about a year and a half ago, I went to see a spiritual um, 
medium who she does automatic writing and for those who don't know automatic writing is when you channel a um channel those from the other side and able to communicate their messages and her name is Eden Sustin and she is phenomenal I highly recommend her so look her up um that's a plug and so um I went to her and um I didn't really know what to expect I mean I've been around mediums before my parents have two best friends um or have a best friend and his partner that um they do that kind of work and um I've known other people but I never really been to one myself so I've always wanted to go but I never I guess pursued it but this time I felt the timing was right so then I went and my cousin Jason was one of them who had come through and um he had said a lot of interesting things and part of it was telling me he called me black mama because for all those who have been following my whole instagram name was hello gorgeous mama he told me real talk he said that if i wanted to help other people then i needed to get out of this depression and darkness that was around me that I was holding inside and that I needed to discover my inner truth and my inner voice and that for so long I had been hiding and keeping that inside of me and to let that anger out that I had anger inside me and I needed to let it out he also said that um he caused his death and he didn't mean it in a suicide way. He meant it in the way that he manifested it. Because all the time he would put out there that he didn't want to be here anymore. That he was done or messages. Or um, I remember when he first passed away that he had poems that he had written that were kind of dark. And I read briefly like a sentence or two I don't remember even what it said I just remember that I was kind of dark and my they grabbed it away from me I think it was my mom but I kept poems like that I kept journals like that since the time I was little and I would <laughs> always think dark thoughts and I would try to shove them away but after having um my oldest, um, when the postpartum depression first started and the traumatic birth experience, it kind of was a trigger for unleashing all the stuff that I had built way deep down that I never wanted to talk about. And Jason knew all that because he's on the other side and you can't hide stuff like that from them. So whether you believe those things or not, I am definitely a believer, but choose what you will so um yeah so he basically <laughs> pulled all these things out and all these other things that were deeper um that nobody knew and my um couple other people had come out and my my grandma Helen came through and um 
um, my other half came through, which is, she knows who she is, and um, just, it was a very good reading, but eye-opening and kind of hard to swallow reading all at the same time. Um, from those re that first reading though, um, I remember that I was told I needed to do regression therapy. I did regression therapy and a lot of stuff came out of that, that, um, I knew was always true and I always had in my head and I always knew the truth, but never wanted to face it. And then, um, I went to regular therapy and now here I am with all of this and knowing that I need to go further into divulging more of my trauma and facing it because for 20 plus years, I will just say, um, I've been going through this and, um, I guess I always just put on the smiley face and try to call it a day, but... I know since I've discovered my inner truth and been able to be more free, I guess you will, I have felt so much better and it's helped me find my life purpose. And that life purpose is to help others that are like me who have gone through childhood trauma, who have gone through postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, PTSD, um, and just dealing with suicidal thoughts that have gone through their heads. And, um, I'm a big believer in project semicolon and the blue dot project. <clears throat> and, um, I follow postpartum support international. Um, I am on a lot of different, um, Facebook groups. So my tips to everybody who right now are listening to this and going through something is one, find a good therapist, two, reach out to anybody that you trust or need to talk to anytime and make that person your go-to person, even if it's two o'clock in the morning that you can send them a text and they will be able to text you back. Um, for those who are going through postpartum, um, postpartum issues, um, you can text 741-741 and um, anybody, anytime will be able to help assist you. Um, there are ways to cope that are good coping mechanisms like... Um, during this quarantine, you can go for a run, go for a nature walk, um, meditate, um, <laughs> play outside with your kids. There's just different things that you need to find coping mechanisms other than things that might be detrimental to you. The other thing is tap into what your life purpose might be and and I mean that by 
I guess connecting more with your spiritual side as well as your, you know, there's so many different facets of you that you can discover. And one of the interesting things I heard on another podcast, um, Talk Purpose and Truth um, by Eden and Kim, was they shared a tip of going on a nature walk, but also using your senses and not just five senses, your six senses. So, you know, um, touch, taste, smell, sight, and, um, I'm missing one. Touch, taste, smell, sight, oh, hearing, and, um, your sixth sense would be your sixth sense, your third eye. So, like, how are you connecting with what messages are you getting across from the other side or spiritual side or feeling the vibrations of the world around you okay and to many of my friends and family who haven't been around me these last couple months because yes quarantine um and haven't known really the whole story of the last two years <laughs> Um, when I'm ready to talk about it, I probably will talk about it more, but if you're listening to this for the first time, um, yeah, there's a lot about me that you probably don't know, and if you do know, then you probably one of my trusted people that I thought I could tell more to, so, um, Savannah's getting a little antsy here, I think she wants me to be quiet not talk she's trying to fall asleep I also wanted to share um as part of the messages I've been receiving and is um like I said automatic writing is how I kind of discovered a lot of this I also went to other um spiritual mediums that were in no way associated with one another um just to see if um, more messages came across and also it helped to validate a lot of the things that were already being said. Um, and some of the interesting things that I guess I kind of always known, but have been a little bit fearful of is being able to tap into the other side and know that does not mean that I get to see people from the other side. I do not hear people from the other side, although sometimes I receive messages kind of in my head. Huh. might sound crazy to, to the skeptics and the non-believers, but that's okay because I am starting to feel much better in my own skin and realizing that I no longer need to be ashamed of what gifts I have been given. And um, part of me has been discovering the automatic writing a little bit. I'm still not trusting entirely that the messages are coming from somebody other than myself. So I'm not there yet on that. However, um, I have my angel cards, like I said, and they have been spot on. So I believe that, you know, a lot of those messages are coming through loud and clear. And often, um, as an example, lately, like I said, I've been going through a really bad depression, having these bad thoughts. So I've been trying to get back on track. And the other day, um, I think it was two days ago, I was talking to my mom how I was feeling. And we, of course, 
knowing me and my mom, we were in the line of Starbucks and I had just been telling her about this stuff and, you know, and then, um, I went through the same Starbucks I always go through and I had seen their, their sign like prior that said mental health month for May, which yes, May is mental health awareness month. And, um, so that didn't really flag me, but the sign that wasn't there before the last time I had went that was there now was the semicolon and it said, stay strong. And it had a semicolon and, um, we took a picture of it cause I told my mom, I was like, Oh my gosh. And she's all what? And I was like, it's mental health month. And she's like, I know I just told you that. And I was like, no, but they also have that sign right there that says stay strong with the project semicolon. I was like, that's what I was just telling you about what the semicolon means. It means your story isn't over. And that's also what the sign says, stay strong, your story isn't over that. Because when a writer is writing, usually a sentence is ended with a period, right? And it is ended with a period. But if a writer wants to communicate that they're continuing to share that same thought line, they put a semicolon. So that's what that exactly means that no matter if you had suicidal thoughts, you've been depressed or, um, anything of that nature and you continued on, that's the whole project semicolon. So also with that, I was looking the day prior to that with my husband and telling him about my feelings as well. And he knows I've been experiencing a lot of these depressive thoughts and he was getting his tattoo recently touched up and wanted to get another tattoo and I've been thinking about what tattoos I want because I do want more I only have two I have one on my foot that needs to be retouched um never walk alone which goes with my grandpa Hector telling me a story of how he um had me coming from the time I think it was about three or four I came from this part behind and he I stopped my grandpa before we passed this little threshold and told him remember you never walk alone papa and then once I passed that threshold I went to play on the playground like no other so see since the time I was little I was experiencing things where people were coming through to me and he believes to this day that Sophie was coming through me to communicate to him and I believe that too Sophie is my grandpa's first wife who had passed away a long time ago from cancer. Um, she had her first seven children with my grandpa and then he had remarried my grandma, which is my mom's mom. And I know my grandpa Hector is a big believer in a lot of these things because he continues to receive messages similar to what I've been receiving. So I got that tattoo and then on my hip, a matching tattoo with my husband. And, um, well, I want to get another tattoo with the semicolon and a butterfly incorporated. And, um, 
I think that that would be something that means a lot to me. So seeing this at Starbucks, I was really surprised how things connect. So then today I was listening to Kim and um, Eden's podcast and um, at the time though Kim was on a um, some kind of leave or something so she was not doing the podcast but the guest they had I believe I wrote it down Eric Niles and he talks about um, ascension of earth and what we're kind of going through and as a collective whole and why it's so important that we see um, the importance of this and he talks about um, the four elements and today earlier I was talking to my husband about my other tattoo I want of the four elements and how I connect with the movie Frozen a lot and it sounds silly because it's a Disney movie but Frozen 1 and even Frozen 2 phenomenally connect to where I'm at in my life right now of discovering me and um in that podcast Eric Niles talks about taking the trauma and not sitting in it but instead moving with it and being driven by it and those might not be his exact words but I kind of took a note because I am now in my notebook and this is another tip that maybe you should do um is making notes of key quotes or key things that stand out to me that make me feel better about what I'm doing right now in my life purpose because I can look back and I have always been since I can remember bad at reading comprehension I was one of those people as much as I love reading if I read something no matter what it was I would have to sometimes read it at least three or four times before it stuck and if I write it down, it even stuck even more. And I've always been like that. And even in school, way worse because I didn't really care for reading in school when I had to. If it was a book I enjoyed, then I got more out of it. But even then, I would still have to read it at least three or four times for it to really stick. And even to this day, my mind is so cluttered and has so many things going on that even my husband and parents tell me all the time that I'm listening, but I'm not listening sometimes because my mind is just going, 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 going. And like that's where it is kind of right now. And I'm trying to slow, 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 slow it down. Because when I slow it down, I can really process what I am trying to communicate and even through this podcast I have to slow it down and make sure I'm hitting the exact point of what this message is all about sit in it think about what is your life purpose what is this for what are we learning from this experience now for conspiracy theories and all that stuff I don't know but what I can tell you is that I know that we are going through something together that we need to and not in the obvious sense together in the dive in deep 
peels the layers of the onion kind of way where we have to see that if we go about our lives when this is finally restrictions are lifted everything kind of hopefully goes back to normal soon um it shouldn't really go back to normal because let me tell you what our normal was our normal was speeding and cutting people off in traffic flipping people off cutting people in line at the grocery store our normal was our kid comes knocking on the door to color with us we're busy our normal was our grandparents want us to come visit we're busy our normal was Mm, I don't need to do that right now for myself because I'll do it tomorrow. That is kind of what our normal was. And maybe not for everybody. But for majority of us, we're always on this high-speed chase, if you will. Or hamster wheel that just keeps going and going and going and going and never stops. That we really, really never smelled the roses. We never really took time to hear the birds chirping or let the butterfly land on our lunch plates. We never really took the time to daydream and look at the clouds and see what shape that cloud makes because, wow, that looks really interesting right now. We never stopped to realize and appreciate the dimples in our kids' little smile or the little fuzzies that get in between their toes when their pajamas are on all night and it's a little sweaty and then you go to give them a bath and they have those little fuzzies there. Um, or the fact that we say I love you before we go tonight to our spouses every night because now we have kids and we kind of pushed our spouses to the side. I mean, there are so many things that we take for granted. And even through this, I've seen people continue to take those things for granted. So we shouldn't go back to a normal that we were at. And not a lot of people like to hear the term new normal because it freaks the crap out of us. That's (laughs) normal. (laughs) But the thing is that it shouldn't be the old normal either. It should just be a better way of living. Because what's normal? There is no normal. Like, we're all unique. We're all different in our own special way. That's what makes us who we are. But when we come collectively as a whole, that does not mean thinking all the same way you were doing all the same thing it means bringing all the different pieces together excuse me makes us unique to be the better person to be a better world together (laughs) sorry if I'm getting on my soapbox but um I just really feel this my soul that we are all connected to each other and whether we each choose or not to be 
moving to the better version of ourselves that's on us individually but we can help each other out by moving together and by finding our purpose together so I want to end with this card that I pulled at the beginning it's called eight of emotion and um kind of like it looks like a woman that is an angel and um she's peering out with a big smile on her face reddish brown hair beautiful dress that's really white feathery like an angel and um the message that comes from this is you feel a deep longing for something meaningful in your life in your heart you know that there's more out there waiting for you in the road it may be time to switch careers move to a new home or city or initiate other important changes do what's right for you and seek out your magical new life and i like to read the full version so i'm going to read it and some of it might repeat eight of emotion you're meant to feel great happiness and fulfillment you've been sensing that there's more to life than what you're experiencing and you're ready to go find it. As you've grown emotionally and spiritually, that which previously kept your attention has lost its appeal. Now you are ready to take charge of your own life and move on to happier and more exciting experiences. It's time to retake your own personal power. The decision to make these changes is your own and not one forced upon you by fate or chance. Your angels are proud of you for stepping up and doing what you know is right. So what we've been talking about, spiritual growth, pursuing your life purpose, changing careers, leaving home, letting go of the past is additional meanings of this card. So pursuing your life purpose and spiritual growth are the two top ones at the beginning. And I'm telling you that this card was pulled for a reason. And it was at the beginning of even knowing what I was really going to dive into. I knew I was going to talk about life purpose. But who would have known that card would have come up. And that we would have <laughs> dived so much into that topic today. So lastly, and one more if I feel pulled to pull another card, I usually do because sometimes it relates to it and it's another extension of what the message is. So this one is, um, I don't know what time frame this might have been, but it kind of reminds me of a Pride and Prejudice kind of clothing. Um, has long red drapery dress. And her back is to us. Um, she has a red fan in her left hand with um, green gloves on. And um, a little bodice hat. And her hair is pulled back into a little bun, I would assume. Because the bodice is covering it. And her hair is a little reddish. And um, usually I look at what my eye is drawn to, too. And... I don't know why her fan for some reason, but let's read it. 
pillar of emotion. This is time to follow your heart and feel the fullness of your emotions. You may feel so controlled to nurture others that you forget to care for yourself. Flashes of intuition provide you with incredible insights. You are in you, or another person, is a kind, tender-hearted, loving, and trustworthy friend. So I am going to look this up for further clarification. Again. So stay with me here. Okay. Healer of emotion is you're experiencing a calling to live a life immersed in the waters of emotion and intuition. You have a true desire to help others and are blessed with a great depth of feeling that comes naturally. Compassion flows from divine spirit into your heart. It seems as though you're immediately aware of what others are feeling and what their hearts need. Family members and friends are cherished, but even strangers feel your love radiating out to heal the world intuitive abilities are very strong people so the type of person that needs this card a person whose loving arms are always open someone sensitive and very empathetic tender-hearted and generous someone who always knows what to do and understands the problem before it's even spoken a fairy godmother who can make you feel better just by being around so this could be yourself or this could be you know someone around you um, or where you're getting the message from. So additional means of this card, a spiritual teacher, emotional counselor, the need for better boundaries, a love of hearth and home, a very trustworthy friend. Okay. So that was it for today. Um, I hope that the messages come clear to you on what that purpose is for you. And, um, I'm so glad to be back. I really gonna fulfill my promise of making sure that I always be kind of vulnerable as well as sharing what I feel is the most important in these podcasts. And today this felt like this was the most important. So bye. Hey guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to leave me a rating and let me know of any feedback of what you would like to hear in future podcasts. I know I'm coming back from a long break, so I'm excited to bring some new topics to you and to show what this mama has to give back with some self-love, self-improvement, and just talking everything mompreneurship as well as mom life and postpartum and as well as spiritual awakening. So stay tuned. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. And this is hello. Hello, gorgeous mama.